If you happen to show up to services around this time of year on a, an annual basis, you will once again get to catch a glimpse of one of my favorite bedside books. This is, as some of you already know, my 10-year journal. This is how it works. I got it in uh, 2015 when I found out about someone else who had one of these, and I thought it was a very cool concept for trying to remember these very busy, packed days. I had a day to show you here. There, there we go. And it, what it basically does is it has the day of the week, 2015, 16, all the way down to 2025. And you get just a, a few lines. And every night before bed, I write down just a few lines. Now, one challenge of this journal is that there are only four lines per day. Each night at bedtime, I ask myself, what's the one thing I want to remember about this day decades from now? And except for just a couple of days where I really don't want to remember anything about that day, there's so much fullness in a day that I either have to write in tiny print or really just pick a couple significant experiences. Now that I'm in my fourth year of keeping this journal, far more interesting than anything I write about today is looking back over the things that happened in the past three years. Looking back and reflecting on where we have been is highly valued in Judaism. We recite Rabbi Alvin Fine's words, birth is a beginning and death a destination but life is a journey. We say those words so often, we sometimes forget life really is a journey, and it is a sacred pilgrimage made stage by stage. This Shabbat, we open the fifth book of Torah, the book of Dvarim Deuteronomy, and I, I look at Anita in the congregation, I think, was it one year ago, plus a little bit, that we were bringing a new scroll up Lake Street and, uh, and inducting it into our congregation? It's how time goes so quickly. Commentators describe this book and this Torah portion in particular as repetitious. And it is and it isn't in the sense that so many of these commandments were mentioned earlier in the Torah, sometimes once and twice before, yes. However, it is important to remember that this is not a repetition, in that Moses delivers this sermon 40 years later to a new generation that did not receive the laws at Mount Sinai. But this parasha does not merely restate the commandments. Like my 10-year journal, Moses tells a new generation the story of where they came from and what happened along the way. Remember, Moses prompts, God spoke to us at Horeb. Quote, we set out from Horeb and traveled the great and terrible wilderness that you saw, the Nelech et kol hamidbar hagadol v'hanorah. Why remember the great and terrible wilderness? 
for a new generation of Israelites, it's important to remember that the promised land was not just handed to them on a silver platter. It was hard work to get there. It took a lot of faith in God and faith in the future. It was a great and terrible journey with setbacks and human error and losses and growth. A famous Israeli song, Al Kol Ele, includes the words Al Hadvash Al Haoketz, like honey and a bee sting, and bitter and sweet. This Shabbat is all about the sweet. We rest, we rejoice, we focus solely on praise of God for all of our miracles. Tomorrow at sunset, we remember the bee sting. Tomorrow is Tish Abaav, the ninth day of the Hebrew month of Av, the Jewish memorial day for the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, not once, but twice. And for so many other tragedies we Jews have experienced on our great and terrible journey to this moment. In fact, technically, Tish Ab'Av should start at sunset tonight. However, the joy of Shabbat takes precedence. So it is pushed to tomorrow night after the Shabbat ends. For many reasons, Reformed Judaism rarely observes Tish Ab'Av in a formal manner. There will be an observance at our neighbor Beth Shalom's congregation tomorrow night starting at 8 p.m. and everyone is welcome. The list of atrocities perpetuated against Jews is so long that we could commemorate a different tragedy each day of the year. Wisely, Tish Abaab has morphed into a single night of fasting and recollecting a host of mournful events. In a recent article in the J Weekly, Rabbi Diana Fursko calls Tish Abaab a crash course in Jewish history. Besides the destruction of the first and second temples, we think about the expulsions of Jews, the Crusades, massacres, and so much more. Rabbi Fursko notes that given a rise in anti-Semitism, including candidates right now running for public office on an anti-Jewish platform, it is all the more important to know our history and the detail of it, not just the Bible and the Holocaust and the state of Israel, but all of the details, the blood libels, the expulsions, all of it. She concludes, if we believe as we should, that past can be prologue, that history does sometimes repeat itself, we must seize the moment. We must be even more conversant in, about anti-Semitism of the past. This Shabbat, in our Torah portion, a new generation is taught a history lesson of where we have been and where we are headed. The stories are filled with dvash and okets, with honey and bee stings. Tonight, Erev Tishabav, traditionally fasting and mourning, would begin, but it does not because of this Shabbat 
our weekly reminder to be joyous and to thank God. Shabbat Tisha B'Av, the honey and the bee sting, teaches us to celebrate, but never to forget. So I invite you to join us 